Welcome back to Postscript. I'm Christina Ziders. And I'm Tom Downing. Uh, today we are talking about Miss Scarlet and the Duke, Season 1, Episode 4. Uh, we are watching on PBS Passport, so if you don't have a subscription, $5 a month, join, watch along with us, and then listen to us, please. <laughs> and um, you can, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to watch us for some reason, we are on Mosaic. So Allie, our producer, is going to drop a link in the show notes for you, so it's really easy to find. Um, so yeah, that's, I think, everything. If you like us, I guess, review us somewhere. That would be great, too. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Like, subscribe, all those good things. So I guess we'll jump right into it. Sounds good to me. Okay. This is this is one of my favorite episodes. Like, it was, it's really great. I enjoyed it a lot, too. And <laughs> it, it, it hits the ground running, and it, it picks up the question that was left unanswered in the previous episode, because we didn't know if William was <laughs> going to give credit to Eliza yes. or not. And yeah. that's kind of like where we we started that off. that was that was the big mystery yeah. of the last episode <laughs> and yes we start off it's a peaceful day in london it actually doesn't look too dirty streets are a little wet nice beautiful blue overcast day um and mr parker arrives rupert yep. with a morning edition of the london post and i thought it was so funny uh <laughs> that this was like he was so excited yeah about buying his first it. newspaper ever himself, himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is such such a new experience for him uh so he th- they want to see if miss scarlet is in the um the paper for helping to foil bomb plot yeah and kind of a big deal rupert wants to know if he's going to be in it because he's their business partner yes uh but it turns out that the story yeah doesn't mention no. them not at, at all. all. No, no, it's just, it's all about Inspector Wellington. Not even Rupert was mentioned. <laughs> no, to, to he was in. like, was I mentioned? <laughs> yeah, she's like, no. She kind of shoots daggers at him with her eyes. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely <laughs> some fire there. Like, so, so, yeah, we find out that, no, William did not give Eliza any credit at all for all of the work that she did. All, she solved this, essentially. Yes, yeah. Uh, so... We flash over to a scene with William's boss. I think his name is Sterling. It is. Um, He's reading the London Post. William and the station are mentioned in the Telegraph and the Morning Chronicle. He's very happy about this because it's great publicity for Scotland Yard. Yes. (laughs) And we find out that the Illustrated Police News, which we we found out was a real thing. Yeah. um, Eliza likes to read it. Eliza reads it. A lot of people read it. It's very popular. Uh, They want to write a story about William. Like, specifically William, and his boss asks him to mention him. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's no big deal, no pressure. If you mention me, though, you'll kind, get a promotion. Kind of implied, yeah. It's yeah. a quid pro quo there. So. <laughs> you mention me, get the promotion. Yeah. There we go. So yep. William ha- William has the incentive to to, to push for this. Yes, he, he has an incentive to mention his boss <laughs> and make him sound really, really good. I took a note here. I said, William is still a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> He is a jerk. So. He's still a jerk. <laughs> well, and, and Eliza ends up in his office, and she's also she also thinks he's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's really angry that he didn't mention her at all uh, in these stories or give her any credit whatsoever. And he tries to pass it off like, oh, well, I just, you know, couldn't do it because of, like, it was just a, like— it, it, 
was just an it didn't fit. It didn't it didn't happen. Yeah, and but 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 it'll happen next time. It'll oh yes, of course. Time. Next time he'll give her full credit, and she's mad because she needs the publicity. She's trying to build a detective business as a female detective, and everyone just laughs at her every time she says that she's a female detective. They just go ha ha ha, and it's unpleasant for everybody involved. Um, and they have like a, they end it on uh, William says, "Good, then that's settled." And then she says, "Oh, it for, for it is far from settled." You know, like <laughs> it's back and forth as far oh, as yeah. like understanding. No, she's not convinced. She's no. not convinced at all that he's going to give her credit ever at any point in time. Yeah. And, um, she, and so, and she, on her way yeah. out, she dramatically leaves the door. Like she's like basically slams the door open. Yeah. And just leaves. <laughs> Which I mean, it's convenient because the journalist is there. Yes. To to interview William. Which she doesn't know. No. Which is because he's keeping that from a her secret. as well. Yeah. Um. Uh. Her- Herr Hildegard, you know, as a German person, you would mm-hmm. think I would be able to say hair better, but Herr Hildegard's niece is visiting. We find out from him. And he's the uh, the fu- funeral he's the, director. Uh, yeah, funeral director. He yeah. does the uh, basically the undertaker, I guess. Yes, undertaker. <laughs> um, Tilly. So he, Tilly is. Yeah, Tilly is visiting. His, his niece, niece is, is visiting him. And he would like Eliza. See, this is just so funny because he wants Eliza to fill Tilly in. On all the fashions and gossip, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is not a thing that Eliza does. Not really her, her and, thing, no. And Tilly is excited, in air quotes. Quote, unquote, yeah. About, Tilly, Tilly does um, not look excited. <laughs> about Eliza's profession. Maybe, maybe Tilly was excited, but she does not show it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe she's like she's like me. Sometimes I'm very excited internally. I'm screaming, but on the outside, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's really cool. Cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is definitely her in this case. He, um, But uh, as Eliza's trying to extricate herself from the situation, he mentions that he has a case for her. She perks and up. She perks up. She's like, oh, really? And it's a case about ghost photography. Yeah. Death photographers. Apparently, this was a thing back in the day where, and it, it, <laughs> I, I knew that they took photos of the, the dead. Yes. But yeah. we cut to a shot where the photographer actually has the dead body propped up by the head, like with like uh, vice grips. Oh, yeah. They would next, pose them. Yeah. That yeah, was, I did not level. know it yeah, was Sometimes that. it was just simply like, they're laying down. It looks like they're sleeping. Which is what I thought it was yeah. all the time. But no, it's right next so, to like this guy, this dead body. He yeah. is next to his wife who's very much alive. And they're mm-hmm. like, we're going to take an, uh, you know. Final photo. Yeah. Owens Mills photo next to each <laughs> other but from back in the day. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I my, my dad has a couple of these death photos that we're not sure who it must be family but we don't know who it is yeah, your, your father's a photographer yeah so. my dad's a photographer so he he has these photos and yeah it's like it's kind it's kind of morbid but also i guess it's one last photo before they're buried and you never get to see them again so yeah. it, it makes some sense for like closure purposes uh but it's a little bit it's a little creepy i feel like it's a little bit gothic creepy <laughs> yes yeah definitely in this case the the vice grip i was like woo. Uh, on yeah. the head, yeah. holding the head up it's, with a with a like a some kind of a instrument of some kind, yeah. like a, like a tripod. Yeah, a tripod for the for, 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 for the, the for the head. Uh, yeah. So Hildegard's friend James Henderson provides mm-hmm. the service. He's the, he's the death photographer. He's the death photographer, and he's been receiving some disturbing correspondence. Uh, so he's been getting these um, envelopes with photos inside, and essentially. The ghostly figure on all of them is his wife, who 
died the previous year. Yeah, and it looks like it was done with like a double exposure. So like it, yeah. it, they had the original negative and then they double exposed to actually add, add in his, the his, his wife. Yes. So yeah. so you would take a re- you would take a negative, expose the paper, and then remove that negative and put another one on. Correct. Yes. Yep. I'm reaching back to my photography days at Hack. Yeah. Uh, so. And this, his his wife Catherine, who his, who is dead, yes, is is sending these photos. That's yeah, what from what beyond the grave. From beyond the grave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at first, he thought, you know, rationally, that someone gained access to his studio, so he burned all his negatives. Of but his they wife. kept coming. Yes. Yeah. So that was uh, that's our big mystery: is who's sending this? Is it really the ghost? Um. Then back at the station, the journalist is there, overflattering William, talking him up, like, yeah, stroking a, his ego. <laughs> reporter really lays it on thick, is my notes here. <laughs> he really, really does. Yeah. Um, and he says that their readers will be fascinated to learn about the man who keeps them safe at night. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's just William. Yeah. Um, Eli- well, no mention of Eliza. No, no, no. 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 William asks the journalist to mention his boss, and the journalist is like, yeah, wink, I get it. We all have masters to serve, Definitely his sees, words. Yeah, definitely sees through William's pandering. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but the newspaper editor, this is the quid pro quo here. Yeah. I, is, I think as soon as the reporter realizes that William needs something out of this. Yeah, he's just like, well, you know this. what? We need something, too. Yeah. Yeah. The editor's keen to gather more readership, and the more sensational the stories, the bigger the readership. So he's looking for a tip-off or something just, like, really ghastly. <laughs> and then he also points out that it may not – like, his interview with William may not even make yeah, right. paper I mean, if, unless – If he doesn't get this really great yeah. sensational tip-off. So William has the incentive because he wants to talk up his boss to yes. get the promotion. To get the promotion, yes. And the reporter – is really just wants sensational stories. Right, he and wants to sell more papers. Using William is, is not the, the interview with William is not even his real end goal. It's just to get more grisly yes, you know, more reporting. Just awful. The the deaths of the young and beautiful. I think he mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah. Would, Like really draw the readers in. Yep. Um, back at Eliza's office, <laughs> yeah. Herr Hildegard brings over his best magnifying glasses because there is a mark on each of the photographs in the corner. There's a little smudge. And um, so Eliza thinks it might be blood. That's a clue. Uh, she asks, she asks if there's anyone who would want to harm James because Hildegard is a friend of his, and yeah. he can't think of anyone who would want to. No, he describes him as a good man. Yeah, and uh, but he does share how James's wife died, and she died by suicide. So mm. this is, you know, there's something more to her death. It, it adds an extra unsettledness to uh, is she a ghost? Yeah, I think. And that, that James found her. So oh, yeah. like That's like right. not only yeah, so it's and then Eliza's researching photography after that, I think. So it's there's this this kind of like everything is progressing and yeah. with more and more information as we go through. Um Al- Amelia, James's assistant, mm-hmm. visits Eliza. Amelia as well. Evans. Yep. Uh she says she knows who's doing it. The poor man was broken and she knows who's doing it. It's his dead wife. Yes. And she shares that the man was broken because he found his his dead wife, and um, she's the one that's sending the photos. Like this is so. This is we the find end, out. This also, is the end of the episode. We know that it was his dead wife. Uh, you know, yeah, that's, sending that's it. That's it. No more. No more to the story. Here. <laughs> Amelia Evans just cracked it. So no, it's 
There's more to the story. <laughs> but Amelia also shares that um, after her death, they became very close and they're now engaged. And that's why Catherine is haunting them. Mm-hmm. So she, she, Amelia feels guilty. Right, uh, about this. the whole situation. Eliza and Amelia go to visit a medium to get proof of this. Everybody's, and it turns out that the medium is Amelia's mother. Yeah, Edith Evans. And so the, she's like conducting a seance when they arrive. And then they yeah, She talk. knows all these intimate details about the people who are at the seance. Like, how would well, she ever know? That she's getting from the, 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 from the, the dead. dead, of yeah, course. She's getting yeah. it from the dead. Um, and we've. We meet with um, Amelia's mom. You said Edith. Edith. I didn't write her name down. Yep, Edith Evans, yeah. And she says that Catherine was a restless soul mm-hmm. and is angry with her daughter and that Catherine herself told her that from from beyond the grave. Um, Eliza asks Amelia to leave because she thinks this is all just a bunch of malarkey. This is not real. Yes. And she asks her, she asks Edith why she's toying with her. Like, why are you doing this to your daughter? Like, scaring her so much. Yeah, yeah. She kind of confronts her about it. And so the medium decides that she's going to convince uh, Eliza that she she is real by telling her about the pet frog, which we heard about in the previous episode. Yes, in one of the previous episodes, uh, Mrs. Dawkins, named after her teacher, which is very specific. Very, very specific. Yeah, and that's yeah. one of those things where I'm like, well, wait, well, how, did how did she? she know? Yeah, that, that, how that, did she know? How did she know? Yeah. So um, back at the morgue, uh, William's always bringing people to the morgue with him. <laughs> <laughs> at the morgue, the journalist is. Very bored by William's explanation of a murder victim. No. Uh, this murder is not intriguing. And we find out that, well, Frank shows up. Frank shows up and he's like, this is solved. Like, this man was shot by his business associate. Completely undercutting William's right. attempts to <laughs> make this, to make like, this salacious and yeah. ghastly. No. Uh, and he's like, well, how do you, how do you know this? And she, there were three witnesses and an admission of guilt. He said, I'm glad I killed him. <laughs> And then we find out that uh, the men were chartered accountants, and this is not a sexy crime. Like, this is not salacious at all. (laughs) And so William needs to work harder in order to get his boss into the paper, in order to get the promotion. It's all connected. And and be happy. Yeah, be happy with the promotion. Uh, Mr. Mr. Potts is angry. And at first I think he's angry because William just keeps bringing buddies with him. Yeah, I thought it was because the reporter was there. But no, it's because Eliza is (laughs) outside and she's trying to get in. (laughs) A a running thing in this show is she's always trying to get into the morgue. I will say she didn't get arrested this this episode. Oh, that's true. This is like one of the... A few episodes where That's so true. far she, that she did not get arrested. So anyway, I'm trying to think ahead. She did not get no, arrested I don't think in so. this episode. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> because there's a woman outside. The journalist is uh, very interested in this, and <laughs> and like, doesn't William refer to uh, to Eliza as his cousin? Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was a, like I was like, wait, is that new information like, or is he oh, just saying that? No, he's like, making he's that just up. Making that up. He's okay. making that up because they kissed. Remember when yeah. she was 16, they kissed. You don't yeah. kiss your. I don't think you kissed. Your I, I didn't in think so either. I just, yeah, just but. <laughs> Anyway, it just seemed a little bit odd. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, he he tells That's, he she he also says that she's very dull. Yeah, so not very interesting. This is nothing, and he busts out. Uh, Eliza needs a criminal background check run on the medium. 
that's what she's there to ask a favor. Mm-hmm. Um, and William, as a business associate, definitely wants to keep her away from right the from the reporter. So he pawns her off onto Frank. <laughs> um, she knows she has a feeling something's weird because he's acting real strange towards her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Frank takes her to the station, and Frank is under strict orders to give her the documents related to petty fraud. And this is yeah, because she's specifically interested in Edith Evans and like how like what she may have done. Right. Like how she she's conning people. She's convinced that she's conning people. So she's trying to find out if there's been cases in the past about this. Yeah. Um, She basically she tries to sweet talk Frank. Yeah. I don't think Frank is a guy that can be sweet talked. No. Um, (laughs) And and, and, and Eliza's pretty bad at this. She does this a few times in this episode where she's like, she's like talking. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> she no. says a man of your intelligence can make his own decisions. I wrote that down. Yeah. But he's like, no, I'm not going to help you anymore. Um, Amelia, back at the uh, photography studio, I was mm. trying to think of what that was called. Yep. Amelia is taking Violet, who is James's daughter, to the park. So we find out that James has a daughter. Ja- James has a daughter. Um, he apologizes for not telling Eliza about his and uh, Amelia's engagement. Mm-hmm. And Eliza asks, like, who else would have access to the negatives? Yeah. And he says, Amelia. So now we have another possible, possible suspect. suspect. So yeah. it's Amelia or her mother. Um, he says it couldn't possibly be her because the whole thing's tearing her apart. She's having night terrors. And uh, this is when he asks Eliza to stay with Amelia while he's on a business trip, which really seems a little above and beyond yeah. her call of he, this case. Some Sometimes in these episodes, you're like, well, wait, would this really actually happen? But it, it happens for the sake of the story. I think I, this might be that a little bit, but because it just seems so much like an ask. Like, yeah. Real, it's, like, by the way, do you mind saying it? Just, by the way, just with my with my like complete stranger, I know we're paying you to solve this case, but also yeah. can you babysit yeah. my grown fiance? Yes. And um, she agrees to stay the night. She does agree, begrudgingly. <laughs> and uh, during the night, Eliza tells Amelia that she doesn't need to get married. And Amelia insists that she wants to marry James. So she's kind of like, are you doing this to get out of marrying him like to have an excuse your dead wife is haunting you because she's angry we're together and i can't marry you because of this yeah um and this is where we find out the additional information that amelia and james were together before catherine's death and so that adds a little more to the situation uh, color yeah yeah, to that situation and then eliza has to stay (laughs) in the room (laughs) where catherine committed suicide yes yeah, so. where she she ended her life, and uh, but no big deal. There's like crucifixes everywhere, everywhere. Uh, which just adds a little bit of creepiness for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like looking left, looking right. There's, there's crucifixes, crucifixes like everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, William is at the bar, and he's upset that his boss is making him jump through hoops. Yeah, he's uh, confiding with this. with Frank. Frank is there. But this journalist is a journalist for a gossip rag too. Like we have to remember, this is not like a well. Uh, th- this this does not have a reputable yeah sort of reputation. That's too many reps, but you know what I'm trying to say. It's for emphasis. It's uh, <laughs> Frank asks why William puts up with Eliza. Yeah, and then he says something very untoward about <laughs> uh, Eliza. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. to to William's credit, like he's he he basically says, "You say that again, and I'll knock you through that 
uh, bloody wall. So oh, that he's he like, says, I did not write down yeah. that, but yeah, he said he asks if he's hoping to get something out of it. Yeah, Look, implying more. Frank, oh, come no. on, um, William may be a jerk, but he's not. He's not that big no, of a jerk. No. <laughs> he's not, he's not a pig. He's no. just a jerk. Yeah. Um. So Fra- yeah, Frank basically says that she's she's annoying as hell. I think is his exact words. Um. And William shares that they've known each other each other since they were very young. And her father mentored him. So we're not getting too much more information than we already know, but we see how passionately he felt connected to her dad and therefore, by extension, her. Because he basically her dad treated him like a son. And I think that's kind of like the the relationship that they have at the moment is more of like siblings. Sort yeah, of. Like they, they don't like each other annoyed, as much. They're annoyed, annoyed by each other. Yeah, they're it's, trying to play each other's like weaknesses and strengths all the time. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then they start talking about this uh, death photographer case. And we find out that the case was filed under waste of time, in quotes, <laughs> ghouls, death photographers, and messages from beyond the grave straight out of Penny Dreadful bloody yeah. nonsense. Yeah. And, and and as soon as he mentions Penny Dreadful, suddenly that some, something clicks. William is interested suddenly because he's looking for these ghastly, you know, sensational, stories, sensational stories, interesting stories for this dang journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're going to take a really quick break, and when we get back, place. we're are, we're going to go into Catherine's old room with Eliza and and start from there. She's a little skeeved out. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Postscript. Uh, where we left off, uh, we had just uh, we were coming back to Eliza in uh, the the creepy room with all the crucifixes. All the crucifixes. Yeah, uh, uh, Catherine was apparently very devout. Yeah, yeah. And- <laughs> um, we yeah. So Eliza's a little skeeved out. She looks very uncomfortable, and she's basically tr- trying to tell herself like, "Don't be so silly," because she's a very logical person. Yeah, but like it's dark. You're in a strange room. Surrounded Jesus by is staring at you <laughs> from the cross Jesuses, everywhere, yes. <laughs> and um, Amelia cries out. Yeah, and she's like so, screams, creepy scream, creepy scream. Eliza gets up and runs to her. Amelia's had a nightmare. And, well, a night terror, I guess, is what it actually is, because her fiancé mentioned. And at this point, we don't know. She could still be a suspect. This could be legitimate. We don't know if Amelia— We don't know if she's acting or if it's real. Exactly, yeah. Um, Eliza offers her some warm milk or brandy, (laughs) and she turns her down. She's like, none of this is going to help. And as she's getting ready to go back to bed, Amelia dislodges a— She finds another plain white envelope in her bed. yeah. And I'm like, well, that's strange. And I was like, did you put that there? Right, I know, right? I was like, this is this was planted, planted here yeah. by Amelia. Oh my gosh! Also, an the envelope. window and the window, the window is open. open. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because Eliza asks if Amelia left the window open. She can't find any footprints. She's trying to find like an intruder, Evidence, like who would anything. have dropped this off if it's not you, Amelia. Uh, but but it could no be one, you, Amelia. <laughs> no, no one broke <laughs> in. She asks, who else has a key? And she mentions Ruth, the maid. So now we have a third suspect. Yeah. Ruth and this three, and yes. this is in the morning when she's kind of like asking a lot of these questions. Right. This is, this and, is sorry, yes. And, we did uh, fast forward. A little bit, a little bit. But it's like, uh, you know, so that everything worked out in the morning. But there's this amazing shot like uh, from a from a 
like the way that it was it was done it was you see Eliza and you see uh you you see Amelia in the mirror next to Eliza uh-huh. and they do like this cool rack focus like a focus pull between the the reflection of Amelia and Eliza and it kind of goes back and forth it's just it's not the first time uh-huh. they've done this okay they do a really good job of if seeing two like two people in a single shot using reflection and it's just really well done. So I, I'm I glad ge- you I, noticed that. I geeked out about that a little bit. It was it was a, it was a really cool shot. And then you can kind of see just uh, as you're watching this show, look for this because it's just very well crafted as far as the so way. that this is not the first time they've done it. You said uh, this is the first time. Well, they, they, but this was the coolest. That this was this so. was better than the previous time. I noticed it before. I'm trying to remember what specific shot or, or episode it was earlier. But they've done this before, where they're okay. they're deliberately framing. The characters, but it's a reflection, That's so you really can kind of see both people in a shot where you're not—they're not both actually in okay. the shot. It's—it's it's in the reflection, so it was—it was a cool thing. Cool. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad you noticed it because I was busy taking notes, so <laughs> I didn't get to—I didn't get to rewatch for like just enjoyment this time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, no one broke in. Who else has the key? It's Ruth. The Ruth maid. the maid. So, in this, uh, Ruth the maid. Ruth and, the maid. And that's the third. This is our third suspect now. Yeah. Um, Eliza follows Ruth as she runs her errands and sees her go to the White Rabbit, which is a messaging service. Yeah, it's like a post office uh, sort of. But yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know if it's a telegraph maybe. or I mean, uh, no, It has to be postal because it's okay. it's by letters because she was dropping off a letter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and <laughs> so after after Ruth leaves, Eliza goes in and she she pretends that she's friends with Ruth. Yeah, this is another example. <laughs> like Eliza tried to butter up Frank and failed horribly. Right. And then like this is Eliza take two. She's trying to she's really bad at playing a scatterbrained lady, and she tries to like oh it's just talking to this kid who's right. behind the counter. He, he he looks very young. Yeah, and he's like he's like no, I'm yeah. just just not not. Just know. She's like, oh, uh, Ruth is my friend. She's sending a message to a mutual friend. I just want to make sure she got all the details right. <laughs> just, Can I please see the message? He just points to the, the sign. Just, There's yeah. a sign that says, like, you, we don't disclose any, like, you know. The, yeah, it's, it's all confidential. Yeah, confidential. Which is a good policy to have. As it should be. It's a good be. policy to have. And um, then Eliza just, like, artifice is away. She was trying to pretend to be scatterbrained, a lady. <laughs> And then she's like, look, I'm a private detective. I'll right. pay you. Just, I'll pay just, you money. Yeah. And he and just like, deadpan no, like, looks at No. You know. It's confidentiality. It's like their whole thing. And she's not getting anywhere. And she, she looks out the window and yep. sees William out William's there. outside. Why is William there? Yeah. Why is William there? So she goes out and finds out that now he's also interested in the ghost photography case. Um, and For so, some reason. Yeah, for some unknown reason. So, suddenly interested in oh, it's a... Fine. Suddenly reopened. It's no longer a waste of time. Yeah. Uh, so, But they do, they team up. And... Yeah, they, 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 <laughs> they decide to share information and yes. Eliza basically sees through the fact that William has no information. <laughs> well, he never does. He, no. He, he's never actually prepared for these investigations. No, no. no. Um, but they, so they team up and basically she talks him into, uh, very much intimidating this poor child. This, the edit, the edit in this, this, this sequence is so great. It's, it's, it's like, she's basically just like, you know, there's a cut and it cuts right to William and he is like blasting this kid behind. Rating, like like threatening bodily harm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And the 
poor I, kid just starts crying because I, I, he's, I, it's he's probably 18. The kid is 16, crying. Like, I, I don't know how young they are when they start working. I, 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 I laughed out loud. I was, I was, <laughs> this was so funny because it was just like so over the top. It was a little over the top. The kid was like, like in tears, he's, like, already sent but i know who it sent to yeah and so they know where the photo was sent um so yes um so the message yeah so it turns out the message has been sent to amelia's mom edith edith and uh we find out that she's keeping records on so case case closed right hundreds of dead people right yeah no yeah That, so, so the maid, so Ruth the maid was sending notes to Edith, the, about, the right, medium. About all of the people who have recently died and, um, and over, uh, overheard conversations related to the people who have recently died. And this includes the story of Eliza's pet frog. So that explains that. We at least know that um, Edith is not a real medium. It was and malarkey, she's, she's as we not, thought. Yeah, she she's is not getting um, information from beyond the grave. She's getting it from Ruth, the maid. Yeah. And um, But Edith is very clear in saying that she is not the one. She's not sending the photos. No. Uh, the, she she still thinks that they are from the ghost. Or she implied that they're from the ghost. That's what, she, that's what it was. She implied that they were from the ghost because she was hoping that it would break the two of them up. She does not want Amelia to marry James. Yeah. I guess it would probably bring some gossip, salacious gossip to the family because they were together and his wife just died and now they're married. And so she's trying to break those two up. Um, This is also we we get a little glimpse. uh, Eliza being very vulnerable. She tells William. So you can see they are actually very close. Um, She tells William that sometimes she feels her father's presence and sometimes even speaks with him. Yes, this is the confession. This is the first time she's actually said it out loud to anybody. Um, And she said, you must think I'm peculiar. And he was like, (laughs) well, I do think you're peculiar. Always has. Always has. Uh, So he kind of like lightens the mood a little bit. It does. And he doesn't like he doesn't judge her. It's this is uh, this is taking uh, a step back from him being such a jerk. Yeah. Uh, so he, like, do, he there's, doesn't there's tell a little her, bit of redeeming. You are peculiar because of this. Yeah. He says, well, you are peculiar, but that's not the reason why, essentially. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, Frank, then, Frank comes in. Well, and this is the second time this has happened because in the very first episode of the show, like Frank's like there and like like Eliza's like around the corner and uh, like yep. with William. And so this is a similar. She's like, always a lurking. Parallel, like around, <laughs> he didn't this time like Frank like outs the fact that um, that William has been trying to, to, to meet with the reporter. And right. the reporter was supposed to. And, and, and this is now because Eliza's there. Right she the realizes. Why they reopened the case is for this journalist. Yeah, so the 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 the, the touching moment where she was vulnerable and William did not judge her is yes. now undermined immediately by the, by the fact that he is speaking with a journalist behind her back. Yeah, and well, this is his chance though to tell the journalist about Eliza, uh, but he's not planning to because he has to get his boss in the paper, and she she uh, very astutely points out she goes oh you're facing prejudice in your chosen career what must that be like i have that quote too it was so good Very, yeah she's just like hmm. you could do me a favor william but you refuse to yes. hmm. you could help me you know man in power um so scotland yard has arrested amelia's mother and their maid for sending the photos 
He thinks it's case closed. Case like, closed. This is obviously the answer. As as always. Just yeah. This, this is the, the obvious e- answer. The easiest answer, the most obvious answer, is always the answer, and right. that's not the right. case. That's Be- not the case. <laughs> because James they- and Amelia, mm-hmm. they've received another photograph, and they received it while the two were detained. So Amelia that rules them out. And uh, not Amelia, Amelia. Uh, Edith, Edith and, and the Ruth. maid could not have sent yeah, this. They're they're um, not. It's not possible. So many so many people's names in this. There's so many so many suspects here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> James now is accusing Amelia of sending the photos herself to avoid marrying him. So now he's bought into that possibility. Yeah, and Amelia blames Eliza beca- for, for splitting them up because for planting that that's, that, that idea. seed. Yeah. Um. But this is Eliza walks into the actual photography studio itself, like where he takes the photos. And here's a little voice. And, and there's a tiny little voice in the corner behind, uh, I think it's like a couch. Mm-hmm. Um, and she finds Violet behind the props. This is James' daughter. Yes. Uh, taking death photos of her dolls. Yeah. And the one, the one skin is so pale that it needs some rouge. So she-, she- yeah, go ahead. She pricks her finger yeah. and adds a little bit of blood to it, and that's where <laughs> Which we have is real morbid. Yeah, Which is a little bit of yeah, a little little bit of that, a little a little bit of blush, some rouge, um, and this is when we go. Oh, uh, yeah, this is where we make <laughs> the connection that oh, this is the blood that we didn't know was on the corner of the uh, the death photos yes. that were being sent. So we we're like, oh, it's the daughter, and I was like. Okay. The daughter's the one sending. Like I was thinking, the daughter's like doing the double exposures and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is a <laughs> this really is talented a kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she must have picked up some uh, some things. But no, it's not the daughter. I mean, it is the daughter, it but it's is not the daughter, the daughter delivering. Yes. yes, on behalf of her dead mother. So, so <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, you think like like you know, oh, that that it's not the the mother from beyond the grave. It's right. not like some ghostly thing, but it. Right. Is it the is, mother, but not from beyond the gr- not not in the ghostly way. No. It is from beyond the grave, but not in the ghostly way. No, no. Um, Eliza asks Violet where the photographs are, and this is when she she says, "My mother told me not to say," and that's how we get the full picture. Yes, um, that Catherine knew about James and Amelia. Uh, so the mother knew we, about James and as Amelia, as we thought, mm-hmm. and she told her daughter that they were going to play a game, which is really mean. <sighs> Very really creepy. Very cruel to do this to a child. Right before you commit suicide. Right. Right before you take your own life and your husband finds you, you tell your daughter, we're going to play a game. Uh, before James and Amelia get married, you need to deliver these these envelopes. Just place them around the house. Deliver them. Um and it's really it's it's so sad because Violet looks kind of terrified. Like yeah. they're so she's afraid that her dad's going to be mad. Um, and Amelia's like, "Don't go too hard on her. She didn't know." But he's he's not mad at all. Like this is not Violet's fault. No. So at least we see a very gentle father being gentle with his daughter. Uh, kind of t- echoing Henry's relationship with Eliza because they're not all that good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so it's solved. There is no no actual crime being committed here. It's just a child doing what her dead mother told her to do after her mother died. Yeah. So that was still um, very creepy, though. 
It, I mean, Not. so Victorian dolls themselves are very creepy <laughs> to me. Uh, I was like, is this the one with the creepy doll? And I'm like, yeah, it is kind of the one with the creepy doll. But there was a creepy with, doll with, earlier. With blood so on the cheeks. With, with blood on the cheek. And the death of, photography. Yeah. It's all a little bit creepy. Com- comes together. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, so that's yes. that's done. And then we move on to the next bit, which where we have uh, – Eliza is talking to Rupert yes. about William, and Eliza's she, like sprawled out on the couch. She's just complaining. Yeah, she's she's relaxing. Yeah, she's very comfortable with Rupert, which I think is really sweet. Um, she's complaining about William not holding up his side of the bargain, uh, but Rupert's like really, really distracted. He's not paying attention. He looks a little bit and he asks her a disturbed. question, and then she just keeps going, and then like just basically just just talks over him, d- ignores yeah, his question. That's true. Yeah, they're both then, just in their own little worlds right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> and then she's mad at him for not listening to her right. when she definitely was not listening, listening to, to him, him either. <laughs> yeah. And he was talking about the fact that his his mother is pressuring for. Oh that? right, right, right. Yes, his mother is pressuring him to be married. Uh, but he needs somebody who will complement his unconventional lifestyle. Yes. Uh, and, and so he, he's implying that, that Eliza could be that person. He proposes since she's not very interested in actually being married and being tied down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very logical that they marry each other. Uh, but she just laughs at him, like openly laughs at him. Yeah, yeah. But thankfully, uh, he also kind of laughs. He, she said basically they would drive each other crazy and it would he never kind of work. He to that a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, he's not mad about it at least. But this also, like, I think he, the, when he, his question that was ignored, he was actually inquiring, I think, about uh, Herr Hildegard and Tilly in the question that, that oh, was ignored. I didn't so kind of like, I think there was a little bit. I guess of I a, wasn't listening either. So well, it was either there. It was. It was either at that moment or it was like earlier in the show. There was like a, a moment where he was asking about Tilly. Okay. And so that's where kind of like when we cut a little, we're so, almost there. Right, right, right. Because late, yes, yeah, later on we see them come together for yeah. a stroll in. But, the- but before that, though, we, we cut from that laughter and that right. thing to and William and Sterling. So yes, this William is, and Sterling are talking about the journalist and the upcoming article. Because William was able to secure this, this fantastical placement. story. Yes, and he did talk about his boss, so his boss should be in the article. And he talks and to Sterling, his boss, yeah, specifically about like good to go. And so, hey, how about that promotion? Yeah, yeah. which was pretty much implied to be it like, would be guaranteed. This. Like yes. you get this article, you mentioned me, you got the promotion, but no. So and so, his promotion was given to Hudson. And this is when when Frank and and William were talking about this earlier. He actually even they actually were even talking about how Sterling probably would give it to one of his old war buddies or like oh, a, like, like, like the army I things. That, like I this was like completely. it was like a uh, kind of like a foreshadowing of this specific uh, this exact instance. Instance, yes, because um, William actually talks back to his boss a little bit. He says Hudson's only been on the force for three months, three months. but. Hudson was in the army and his boss served with Hudson's dad, dad. in Crimea. Yep. It's all very, it's, Crimean war. you know, a web of connections. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so, and, oh. Ster- and Sterling's also afraid of his mother, Hudson's mother or whatever. Oh. There was like a little bit, oh, does- <laughs> there, there, there was, there was like so many different factors. The fact that, 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 oh. that Hudson was a military man and that Hudson's also- dad was like a crony. Uh, you and know, also war, he's war buddy, of his mother. and also, uh, yes, he's afraid of Hudson's fearsome, mother. fearsome mother, or fearsome whatever. Woman. yes, fearsome yeah. woman. So, <laughs> there's all that. Yeah, so, so, William just completely he, got he like, he does not get the promotion, no. and so, um, 
we we cut from there. This is where we find out. Yes. Like um, Eliza is talking to Hildegard's, and Rupert shows up, and he's there to take Tilly for a walk in the park. So he is courting Tilly uh, as a you know probably his. His Potential. life partner. Yes. His uh, his marriage partner, very, I should say. Not so much his life partner. Tilly is very excited by all this. We'll oh, see. very, very, very excited. excited which, uh, she has no. a slight grin on her face. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> the slightest not, not grin. Min, yeah, not, negligible. But uh, Rupert, basically, he has to have something. I mean, he's under this intense pressure to get married. If he doesn't get married, I mean, his lifestyle will probably eventually be found out. Because he doesn't have this wall of, like, everything's normal. Look at my wife. Here's the child I was forced to have with her sort of thing. Um, But then we flash back to Eliza's office. William is waiting for her there. Yeah, Eliza comes back into her office. And she's surprised to see William there. Yes. And William explains that he has a spare key that he got from Eliza's father. Right. Because Eliza's father was very forgetful and scatterbrained and would always misplace his keys. So he always had a spare. This is actually the second spare, he said, because (laughs) then we lost the first one. Um, He's there to leave an apology. So he wrote an apology down and left a gift. uh, And then he very awkwardly tries to explain his apology. She's like, is this your apology? He's like, no, No. I wrote it all down because you tend to infuriate me. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. Evidenced by the previous episodes in this episode. Um, They bicker. He hands her the police news. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it says... Did I write it down? Basically, he gave her credit. He did. Well, he he was able to get to the press before it went to the presses. Yes. Before it was printed, he was able to change his story. He did change the story, but he only changed it Mm -hmm. after the the whole thing went south with Hudson and Sterling and not getting the promotion. I'm glad we're on the same page here. (laughs) I, I was like, I was like. You could have done this for the right reason. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a second second prize, which Eliza doesn't know. He doesn't, she, doesn't, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. She's, She's an- very happy about it. He mentioned her. He mentioned the address of her office. It seems yes. like he's... I wrote down, good thing his boss was such a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't have happened. And then in all caps bold... Don't give him too much credit. So I'm glad that yes. we were on the same page there. That makes me very happy. Sterling being a, <laughs> Sterling being a jerk eclipsed William being a jerk. Right. So, that, so, that's, so, so and Eliza, Eliza wins in this gets case. Gets credit, and she's very excited about it. Death and the Maiden. Uh, yeah, that's that was the, that was the, the the headline. Oh, was it? And then uh, the credit. So yeah. Oh yeah, it says something like "solved by the first female detective." Yeah, or, yeah, or something like that. So overall, great for Eliza. Very good for business. Yep. Uh, but I'm not willing to give William that much credit for it because he could have just done it just because. He could have, but or did not. pawned the um, journalist off to her, and he, she would have had a ball talking to he, that journalist. William's a flawed character. He, he is. Just, he just keeps not, being flawed, he is keeps not being perfect, a jerk, and he's not great. <laughs> no. But Eliza does let him keep the yes, spare key. He offers to give the spare key back, and she says to keep it. And this is when we notice this. There's a photo that keeps getting crooked yeah. hanging on the wall she fixed it earlier in the episode i, I would fix it I, that always bugs me if i see a, <laughs> something that's a little bit askew it's crooked again and i'm pretty sure that this is the same photo that henry says except that photo is a little crooked that picture's a little perfect yes. in an earlier episode yes yes so i'm like this is all tying together it's, it's connected she, i didn't tried, i didn't notice that yeah that it's yeah. the same one mm-hmm. so she tries to straight she, she does it, straighten it and but then, then falls off the wall which shocked me i it, it was it was like 
I was not expecting that to happen. Yeah. And it was like a, just like a whoa. And, yeah. Suddenly and just crashes to the ground. Giant hole behind the. <laughs> Very large like, hole. Behind the, the. And she does what every human being would do is go, what's in here? And sticks her hand in. Uh, mice maybe? I don't know. Um, but she pulls out a notebook. and yeah. And we're left – with this mystery, yeah, but I'm assuming it's a notebook from her father. That's what I would think, too. Based on, but you I know, guess we'll wait being in his office and all that. Yeah. But yeah, so that's how the episode ends. A new mystery to be solved. Yeah, last mystery was whether William would give credit. This this episode is, what does the book what mean? What is this notebook? What's inside it? Whose is it? What are, what What's our next adventure? I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Eliza did not get arrested in, the, in no, this episode. no. This is, I think, the first one. <laughs> Take note, listeners and viewers. <laughs> so I loved this episode so much. Did you have any last-minute thoughts to share? I just really enjoyed it. It was a, a lot of fun to watch uh, and just – take notes and just see all the craft that goes into this. It, it's just, it's a great show. Yeah. I'm, I'm Death photography is yeah. like my jam. <laughs> I thought about going into like forensic photography at one point, but I felt like I didn't have the stomach for it. I don't know that I would have the stomach for death photography either. Uh, I, I'm not, I, I've never been interested necessarily in death, uh, death photography, but I have done double exposure photography yeah. before and it's, it's, it, I, I dig that as well. So, I, I mean, you can do it really easily now with Photoshop. Yeah, well, no, I tried it without faint. Photoshop. Right, in, in the I've olden days done, yes. with film. Yeah, well, it was still with digital. So <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not as authentic as, as the, the, the film photographers out there who might be listening to this, but I, it is fun to, to play around with. Yeah, it is. It's it's super cool. Um, so anyways, thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, thanks for watching along with us. If you're watching on Passport, um, you can watch this again. You can watch this podcast at... Uh, mosaic w-i-t-f mosaic if you want to or you can just keep listening on the podcast app that's fine if you're on youtube you can just uh, search for the at sign w-i-t-f mosaic yes that should get you there yep so uh thanks for joining us we will see you well you we'll see you you'll hear us next week (laughs) for episode five which we're coming up on the end of of the season which happened fast i thought there were more yeah. So, yeah. Well, luckily, there's more seasons. There are more seasons. We got a whole summer of Miss <laughs> Scarlet. So, <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. See you.